Hi everyone, uh, Lauren from Bone Chillers Podcast here, uh, back again after I think it's like a couple of years now. Um, but yeah, so we thought we would bring this back, and today I have Joseph with me. Hello, has it, has it really been two years? I think. Wow. Maybe? Okay, maybe and, and this is episode 20? 20, yeah, which I guess is a wow, good okay. number to start again on, because it could be like episode, uh, like season two. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so have you done anything spooky lately? Um, not not really. I have at least not intentionally. So I did drive from California to the East Coast. And, you know, there are a couple of hotels or motels that were uncomfortable for various reasons. <laughs> but, um, you know, there are only, a, I would say, one that stuck out that felt... Like there was maybe something supernatural that was uh, a little bit strange going on, okay. uh, but it wasn't that I saw anything. It was it was really just like a feeling of like I something didn't want me there for very long, well, um, like and I think just room? like the hotel or just in general. It was it was I would say the the hotel as a whole, but the room was probably the the most. I don't. I think for me, there's just like paintings and art. Wall art does a lot to set the tone for me. So I think there was one of the podcasts we talked about um, this like Airbnb I stayed in, where there was like a room that had elephant portraits that were really like creepy because the elephants that it wasn't they weren't normal looking elephants. It yeah. was supposed to be like a photorealistic elephant, but it just looked disturbing. <laughs> and then I did have some sort of like uh, I guess weird experience there with an animal actually so that's oh, I guess. yeah with the dog uh, yeah. yeah um and this one I, I didn't have any experiences like that um i mean one thing with the road trip is that since all the stuff's in the car you're just like constantly expecting the worst because mm -hmm. your car is full of everything you have right yeah. um so we're just like the combination of feeling uncomfortable and then you know whether it's spirits or just like being worried about anything else uh, but yeah nothing traveling. yeah but honestly there's been nothing nothing too too scary um that i've i've encountered recently yeah um but i we i mean we like drove through an old cemetery but you know it was just a cemetery we didn't hang around long enough for anything to happen <laughs> was that on purpose or you just yeah we, we really wanted to go to we wanted to hit like especially in pennsylvania some of the more like notoriously <clears throat> scary places right. um, we just ran out of time but I think the place we did go to um, oh man was it, it was in Illinois mm -hmm. uh, it's, I think it was Decatur or Decatur I don't the GPS pronounces things differently um, <laughs> yeah. and that was apparently like a haunted town and that cemetery is pretty haunted but oh, really uh, yeah, but it was raining pretty badly, and it was one of these cemeteries that you can't really get in or out of really easily. Right. And there's, like, a big gate, so I didn't want to get stuck. Like, I don't want the grounds person to come and, like, close us in. <laughs> no, definitely um, So we just kind of drove through it. It was a nice cemetery, but I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. I haven't done anything myself either, but um, we're going to Seville <laughs> next weekend, and we're going on a um, like a paranormal tour. So I'll have to report back to see if. Oh, cool. Yeah, 
I don't I don't think we're gonna go like into anywhere that's haunted probably just like when we were in New York and they were just like here's this place and this was haunted and just told like a story <laughs> which yeah it's hard it's like it's I'm trying to think about how those even work because you obviously want the some experience to happen so that people that's don't true. think that it's just like a boring tour but then people might think it's fake so I don't know Oh, yeah, it's like finding that balance. Because can you imagine, they're like, oh, yeah, well, there's no ghosts tonight. Sorry. And then you're just like, well, what yeah. is the point of that? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so this week, Joseph came up with the idea of maybe talking about, like, haunted pets or animals and things like that. Um, I know you said that you've had, like, an experience with that before do you want to repeat it again just in case we have any sure also like I, we'll see like my ideas for these are clearly not very like thought out <laughs> <laughs> but you know it just i mean i guess what i was thinking about was you know there are a lot of podcasts out there and i listened to some on the road trip which was kind of like i think one of the reasons i was you know i, I would always go back to these and they're always pretty interesting and and um you know i think they're I don't know, there's a very good podcast. One thing I don't hear much about, even though there's a lot of different opinions on various supernatural things, it's like, how, what about a, a ghost or a demon that possesses a pet? Or, you know, yeah, yeah. what kind of... Because there are, like, these stories are just, like, really aggressive animals, and that could just be the animal itself. But I never really heard too much about, like, an animal that's just one day is, like, never the same, and there was, like, an entity or something in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, there are these, like, a lot of animals are just portrayed as being related to demons or things like that. And so I guess the story that I would call back to, I don't know what episode it was of, of this podcast, but um, I had stayed in an Airbnb and I had a dream that, like, something basically entered the bedroom before the trip and, like, jumped on my partner and it, like, was biting her and like ripping her apart it's really brutal dream i woke up really quickly it was fine like obviously um and then uh as we're driving up there um you know the room was kind of weird and we didn't want to hang around too long both of us kind of had that feeling and as we're driving out of the airbnb there's this black dog that's just, just like running like faster than the car is going as we're pulling out of the driveway and it's like not even running alongside the car. It's like going diagonally into the car. So I had to like swerve to miss it. And I just like made a left that I wasn't supposed to, but it was like trying to escape this crazy black dog. And um, I think it's in the book, The Alchemist, which even weir more weirdly, um, her brother was reading where there's like, is it the, maybe it's not The Alchemist. <laughs> but anyway, there's a black dog that symbolizes like Satan. And it's like, it was this black big dog and actually, now thinking about it, there's there are a lot of these stories, especially in the the deserts, and you know, and even in SoCal to some extent, where there are I forgot their names. They're like these like shapeshifter beings that mm -hmm. they're like big. They seem like huge animals that, or like maybe slightly bigger animals than normal, but they're really fast. Right. And like their speed is kind of what distinguishes them. Like, I know there's a lot of Navajo lands where they're, like, very serious about this. Like, if you see an, an animal or, like, a big dog and it's chasing you, like, just keep going. Don't stop. Right. Because it's, like, one of these um, 
sort of supernatural beings that's that's cursed that it can shapeshift and like it'll you know it's kind of you don't want to mess with it Mm -hmm. i don't think it was that but it was a really fast dog that like had no no purpose doing what it was doing (laughs) right um and i feel like it was like almost trying to trap us there like Mm -hmm. we had bad vibes we knew we had to get out and then like this dog just came like because i imagine if we had hit the dog probably would have stayed and like called you know uh, animal what do you call animal control yeah yeah i don't know you just like take care of that situation and then maybe but maybe the car would have had some issue and it would have been stuck there so anyway yeah um that was like probably one of my only experiences with a, like very demonic seeming animal mm-hmm. um and I, yeah i just was wondering i mean i again i i just suggested this to you and then it, <laughs> i made you do like the hard work of looking into it so yeah um i'm kind of excited to see what what you found uh, if it's anything or if it's you know it's just something that it doesn't exist because or no one talks about it because it doesn't it's not a really prevalent <laughs> issue yeah um but yeah yeah so like when i was doing my research because i kind of took it as how you originally meant it being like oh well does anybody's pet like go like be haunted or like I don't know, turn into a little demon but there isn't actually a lot about that because i was also thinking like obviously we've had pets before and currently like i have like two cats and sometimes they'll like stare at nothing <laughs> like the wall and right like, so that's like like that's a that's a good point like animals are sort of these these creatures or our pets i guess that they can like detect those things yeah but maybe the fact that they can like detect them makes them somewhat resistant to i don't know being like overcome by it or maybe Maybe. like in order i don't know i guess if you think about what what a demon really wants it's like harvesting on pain and sorrow whatever and like and maybe animals don't fulfill that (laughs) not sure yeah because they're not like you they say that like animals are more like they can obviously see and hear things and smell things that we can't which is creepy in itself because you're just like what yeah i don't know even just like people with that sort of see things differently to you as well like you might not be seeing things even not knowing that you have maybe i don't know you can see colors differently and stuff like that's kind of weird to me just like mm-hmm. i don't know assuming that everyone can see things the way that i can but it's obviously not the case at all um but yeah, yeah. And like so these animals have these other like intuitions as well so like what do they see and and things like this like i don't know are they seeing a ghost obviously i don't see anything so i'm just gonna ignore, <laughs> ignore it um but yeah like a yeah bit, and then like when i was just doing research a lot of it was just like i don't know i obviously tell the stories that you know it's more like after the fact so it's like ghost dogs or th- things like that or like people seeing like spirits of horses and stuff like that and it's right yeah so it's more like after after death i guess rather than a yeah i guess like anything that's an animal that's like sort of creepy or unnatural is is just kind of like more of a cryptid than a possessed yeah pet and then like my question i guess maybe like to ask it before rather than after the stories well, maybe I'll ask it both and then see if any of these stories will change your mind. But, like, if you had, like, come across an animal ghost versus, like, a human ghost, like, would you be more scared of one over the other and why? Um, it's, I think it's, it's interesting because when I imagine, like, 
my first, I guess, instinct is like I imagine an a person, a human ghost, and I just imagine them to be like decomposing looking or like yeah. old and right. deteriorated and like have this glow to them that is like, oh, you're not like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Whereas an animal, like, I don't know, I, I feel my, my natural instinct is that a like ghost animal like I just imagine for some reason like in cartoons like a little dog with a halo like I'm not I just it's just like a different image in my head yeah um I don't I don't know if I'd be like I feel like I would I think we're more alarmed of human intruders in general compared to like Mm -hmm. intruder animals especially like a dog or cat yeah so I think I think that I would be more scared of like if I saw a ghost um if I saw an animal I mean I guess it depends are we talking like a dog or? Oh yeah, I mean, I guess in animals in general. Like I saw, I one of the stories I found, but obviously I'm not going to talk about it like in too much depth. But apparently there was like an intersection somewhere where like um, horses and carriages used to obviously go on, and there used to be a lot of accidents there. Um, oh. And so people now see like a horse and carriage sort of entity like go past. And oh. like I don't know, like a horse, like what I don't know. Maybe I guess it also depends on the animal. So like an animal that would attack you is maybe not gonna be as scary. Like if you're just seeing a horse walk by, you'd be like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you'd be like, yeah. oh, that's weird. Like, why am I seeing that? But like, I don't know. I feel like ghosts would have. Yeah, human I think you're right though. Like most animals, I think of when they're like seeing spirit, like their spirits. It's usually like a good. I don't know. Like I think of even like the native stories of you know like kind of just treating animals with respect and then yeah. they would sometimes sort of honor these animal gods that were spirit-ish and there were like you know deer yeah. or yeah. different things like that and yeah. it usually was like a or even bears like you know there was a lot of this kind of um they like they never seemed i just can't yeah i, I probably wouldn't be scared like if there was one that was haunting my home <laughs> I don't know if like the animal itself like if it's a dog and it's just like barking it's like ghost barking forever that's yeah. probably really irritating yeah um but if it's you know like an elephant I don't I obviously can't who knows yeah. what it could be if it's yeah. like it depends on the animal I guess yeah I think so but yeah I can imagine if you like open your bathroom door and there's like a ghost cougar in there like that's probably pretty horrifying yeah as opposed to like, oh, there's a mouse. <laughs> yeah, I guess as a human, like a lot of animals are not really a threat to us. So you'd be like, oh, whatever. But whereas like a human is definitely more of a threat, especially if they're like an evil ghost. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if they're more potential for harm than, I don't know, having like a snake or something or like a fly or a mouse. Maybe. Oh god, if you count bugs, that would be Can you imagine a ghost mosquito? <laughs> you already like it would just drive you insane cuz you already have trouble killing real mosquitoes and then it's a ghost one, so you're like, yeah, I, I just can't kill this mosquito. You spend your whole life like, I think it also goes into this like can you have a ghost form of like do you consider them to have like souls or like can you I don't know. That yeah. becomes more philosophical. Yeah, yeah, and also like they say that ghosts don't like pass over uh, because they haven't like fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, that's <day>. true. <laughs> so like, what has that mosquito? Like, it just hasn't bitten enough people or, or what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. 
But um, yeah, should I go into some of the stories? Yeah. I have a, a couple. But yeah, a lot of them do relate to dogs. Like, the amount of, like, dog ghosts is kind of ridiculous. Like, hmm. so I was just like, well, okay, I'll pick two. <laughs> and then pick two other random animals. So, and also, weirdly enough, I don't know if it's because I'm in the UK, but anytime I, like, Googled any of these, like, haunted animal things, a lot of them were here in the UK. And I was just like, that's bizarre like what is going on in this Mm. country that doesn't go on anywhere else but anyway (laughs) so um this one is called the black dog of newgate um and so newgate prison was in london it was originally built in the 12th century and it remained in use for over 700 years um but it was demolished in 1904 and i think it's where the uh, old bailey courts are now so you can to the site still um but at the time conditions in the prison were said to be really grim especially in the 13th century when a famine swept through england and apparently this famine was so bad that some of the inmates resorted to cannibalism which is creepy as heck anyway um but so during this like cannibalistic time there was a scholar who was accused of sorcery and witchcraft um, and he was sent to newgate prison to await trial i'm not really sure for i mean obviously what he was doing but yeah um but while he was in the prison he was said to have fallen victim to the cannibalistic prisoners and was killed and eaten <laughs> which is a bit mm. crap <laughs> like he might not have even been guilty and could have been let go but anyway so wow. after this the inmates who were responsible for sort of killing him and eating him they allegedly began seeing the apparition of a monstrous black dog within the prison and they were convinced oh. that it was this sorcerer guy's spirit returning to get revenge on them. Um, and then one by one, these prisoners were said to have been attacked and killed by the black dog. Um, and then so a couple of survivors were left behind and they were ultimately driven mad by fear and broke out of the prison. But even though they escaped to the prison, they weren't like free from the dog. And it was said that the dog like sought them out and killed them. And then once everybody who was implicated in that that guy's death had been killed, the dog just disappeared and nobody ever saw it again. So when they got killed, they like were killed by a dog attack like that was apparently. Yeah, that's what they said. And I thought it was this. So I guess that's a haunted dog. I guess that one's not really. a Yes. Well, what year? What year is it? Well, is it the 13th century? So that's okay. what, like, the 14th I was going to ask if they found, like, dog hair at the scene of the crime. <laughs> they, they, they probably just threw the body in a heap of, like, ash. And, yeah, well, no. yeah, I don't know if any, like, uh, forensic. Okay, that's interesting. That yeah, so that's, I guess that's a haunted dog. But yeah, and then so the dog just went after he uh, completed his mission. Uh, yeah. Weird. But, okay, so another one I have is called the Black Shuck, another dog. But I think this one's more of a dog ghost um and so this one i find quite funny it's uh well not funny but interesting it's in east anglia where your friend is so maybe you should warn oh yeah black (laughs) shock so according to local legend in east anglia there's a giant ferocious hellhound with flaming red eyes and savage claws that has roamed the countryside for centuries apparently the name shuck is derived from the old english word which means devil or demon 
Um, and so huh. there were two well-known sightings, apparently, that occurred in two Suffolk churches uh, in August 1577 during a raging thunderstorm. So in the one sighting, it... Uh, let's see. So uh, disturbing the congregation at a prayer in Holy Trinity Church in Blythburg, the black shuck was alleged to have burst through the doors amid a flash of lightning. The giant hound galloped up the main aisle, killing a man and a boy on the way. Simultaneously, the church steeple collapsed. On the way out of the church, Black Shuck left scratch and burn marks on the north door. These are known locally as the Devil's Fingerprints, and you can still see them today if you visit that church. Wow. Isn't that creepy? Yeah, hellhounds are pretty interesting. Like, mm. I forgot about them. Because they're, they're like... Well, I guess I guess in in the TV show Supernatural, mm-hmm. they are literal like you don't see them in the TV show. They're oh, just they're ghost dogs, and they they like the only thing you see is them like attacking people. Mm-hmm. But they basically like come after you when you're you know when your like time is up, if oh. you're like resisting. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't, there's no. I guess you can't spoil a show that's like 20 years old. No, yeah. Basically, ahead. like a character like signed a contract with the with a demon that he would give his soul in X amount of time, and then the hellhounds came when that time was up. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I wonder if this is this if this is the same. Although, like, what what did that man and the boy? They should have died like in a car crash on the way to the church, and he didn't. The dog was like, "That's it. <laughs> I'm coming to get you." Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they said it was um, like a, a thunderstorm, so maybe. Hmm. Um, and then, so the second encounter of this black shuck was in Saint Mary's Church in Bungay. It's probably not saying that right, but um, so apparently he killed two more people who were kneeling at prayer. The hound continued attacking many in the congregation with its sharp teeth and claws. Locals that day considered the hound to be an apparition of the devil. And it says there are still reports of sightings of the Black Shuck in East Anglia region to this day. Um, and during an archaeological dig at Layston Abbey in Suffolk in 2013, uh, the skeletal remains of a very large dog were found among the ruins. Um, and apparently that's seven miles away from the Blythburg, which is the first one. Uh, they said that the skeleton was the size of a Great Dane or Mastiff and appeared to be centuries old. So they were all like, oh, is that the bones of mm-hmm. a black shuck? <laughs> yeah, it's weird that it's always like a black dog that's... Yeah, I thought that too. Just doing it. Yeah. I guess it's just that, just like, a, I don't know, a color associated with demons. Because they always have red yeah, eyes Yeah, it's well. true. But the, the actual dog has red eyes? Are you saying yeah. that, like, witness... Well, it says that this giant ferocious hellhound has flaming red oh, yeah. eyes and savage claws. So, so it's just like that's crazy. Yeah. So I don't. Know, I guess it's like harder to see something in the dark if it's black as well, especially with the mm-hmm. red eyes. So you only just see the eyes. But yeah, there was that. Uh, and then these two are maybe a bit ridiculous. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> this one. Apparently, there's a place in. It's called Athelhampton House, which is in Dorset, again in the UK. And apparently it's considered to be one of the most haunted houses in England. And it actually was on um, the living... Apparently it's called the Living TV's Most Haunted Show, I guess. I guess it's one of those like ghost hunting programs. Um, oh, and it okay. was on their one of their first ever episodes. And they say that some people, and they call them spook hunters, 
which is ridiculous. Uh, they go there to get married. I guess it's, it's like, if you look at it, it's like a really nice like manor house. Um, and it has like lots of history and stuff. Uh, and there's said to be like a few ghosts, like human ghosts present. But the one that I sort of chose to focus on was a, a ghost of an ape. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So apparently he was... Yeah, so, okay, so at the time that this was supposed to have happened, there was a family called the Martin family. Uh, they were said to be very unconventional, and they owned the house at the time, and they had this pet ape. And some of the sites I was reading, they called the monkey, or ape, or whatever it is, Martin. But I, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to, why they would call him by their last name, but maybe. So we'll call him Martin, I guess. So they had the, this pet, Martin, <laughs> and he was free to wander the halls. Um, one of the daughters of the family, she was like really depressed and she, um, I guess there was like a love affair gone wrong kind of, and she decided to kill herself. So she was said to have climbed a set of hidden stairs, which led to a secret room and Martin followed her in. Um, I guess maybe she didn't see him, but she bolted the door and then killed herself, uh, with the ape watching and he was still within the room. Um, and by the time the family sort of looked for her and like just searched the whole house um, they eventually found this room and Martin had starved to death next to her body because he was stuck in there which is a bit sad Um, and so apparently the spirit hasn't been seen but you can often hear it scratching and clawing from the panels of this they call the room the great chamber as it tries to escape trying to stick around. <laughs> That's so yeah, sad. I know. Also, another website that I found says that, I don't I, I don't understand this, but it says titillated tourists can often hear the saucy specter laughing while masturbating. And I'm like, sorry, but what? What? The monkey? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, huh? And so apparently one tourist, some guy who was like 41, like went there with his kids, like I guess on purpose to see this monkey. He said, Martin the monkey who haunts the house loves to scratch his privates while swinging around. But nobody's ever seen him. So he's seen him? No, he hasn't. He's like, oh, we didn't see him, but we wanted to. Because this is what people say. But I'm just like, ew. Wait, so this guy didn't see that. He just posted that he loves doing that. That the monkey does. Well, apparently. But, like, I guess it says that you can hear him. I mean, that's I see. weird. Like, who is thinking, oh, yeah, that, that's what that sound must be? That's really weird, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? Okay. Like, also, like, leave that monkey alone. <laughs> leave <laughs> that's alone. really weird. Yeah, I don't, that, because, like, I've, the, yeah, I found the story fine to start with, and then just getting more information, I saw that, and I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Masturbating monkey. Like, oh yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> In the frick. But yeah, anyway, that was weird. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, this is another one where it's just like, well, you just hear sounds and you don't really see it. Like, is that as scary as seeing a ghost? Especially if you know the story I mean, as well. You're just like, oh, well, it's monkey yeah. who got trapped. Yeah, it was just like, it's, it's the ghost aspect of it is like scary but i'm just so do you there are there are like zero stories about like i came home today and my dog's not the same not that i could see no like not rabies not like no 
I imagine a lot of them maybe were like before rabies was well known. I'm sure that's what people uh, thought. Maybe. Was, like their animals became yeah. possessed. Yeah, I mean, when I looked up, like, oh, is my pet possessed? It was always like, oh, after they died. <laughs> and it's just like, mm. but I guess. After they died. Yeah, or like, people, they like, oh, my cat came back. Oh, yeah, I found one. I didn't really write it down so much, so the details might be a bit hazy, but it's just from what I remember. So, so one woman, like, lost her cat. Like, it died. And she was, like, really heartbroken. So she called a medium over and was like, please, I need to mm-hmm. speak to my cat. And I think the cat was called, like, Wiggle or something. So Wiggle was like, oh, you need to leave that house. It's, like, a toxic house. Like, you need to move. And then for some reason, like, a few, a bit of time after, the woman, like, had the house checked and there was, like, asbestos in the wall. And she's like, oh, Wiggle told me. She knew all along. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why is this cat, like, talking to you? <laughs> she's friendly, speaks English now. But then she was like, oh, but the medium wouldn't have known if there was asbestos in the house. I was like, I guess that's true. But again, that's not really, like, a bad thing, I guess. That cat wasn't possessed. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I remember reading this one thing about, like, you could do, you could have someone perform an exorcism on your pet if you believed, so. Oh, really? But... Yeah, but apparently the most common, I read like a little bit about it, is like, you know how sometimes things end up in a house that are like in a weird spot? Yeah. And they're organized really well. Mm-hmm. So there are people that say that demons can't really, they can't like take over, the, Some basically they use animals more to put things in places as opposed to like control their body and be aggressive oh right because they can't move things i guess if they're like translucent yeah so they'll they'll like kind of set up a little ritual site or like a weird you know like chicken bones and some like weird things yeah um especially you know there was this one uh story i'm forgetting what it is um but i guess it's fine to be vague anyway there's like a haunted you know there's a house someone it was a dream house someone wanted to buy um they bought it ended up being haunted they didn't care because it was their dream house and they got really bad and they started to knock down a wall because their dog was like scratching at it mm-hmm. and through the wall which had never been apparently never been like broken before because it was a wall like like a cement wall mm-hmm. there were like items in a circle what? including one of the one of the father's uh, or one of the children's like Legos, so it wasn't like a you know oh a long time ago someone did this and they covered it up like things were transported oh. somehow like in a place that no one had access to not because it was like a hidden walkway but because it was like literally a wall what? right and so I mean it's hard to imagine an animal doing that even but like I guess if you could imagine like a little mouse or a rat like they could burrow or something oh yeah that's true maybe. maybe. Yeah, so it wasn't the dog, but, the barking dog. Didn't yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then you also have to think, like, a lot of, a lot of like, so-called witches or, or uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I guess, like, people that are, are into sort of more ritualistic things, animal parts are typically, like, really valuable. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, why, why is there that missing connection? You know, if it's, like, toads and, you know, like intestines of various animals like these are all things that go into these potions or like cast spells so i don't know if it's just like animals are a resource or you know for alleged 
demonic possessions and things mm-hmm. like that. But it's interesting they're not just like being possessed. used against humans in, in other ways. Yeah, maybe they're too pure, like you said. Maybe. But also like with witches yeah. and stuff, like they turn into cats, like vampires turn into bats. So like, I don't know. Or like you always see like witches have like cats and things. And they mm. they will possess like in uh, Hocus Pocus, they turn the guy into a cat. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I guess is that. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I have one more funny story. This one's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about a, a ghost of another random animal. Can you guess the animal? A hippo. <laughs> no. Uh, weirdly, they're all kind of like domesticated. Although I guess like an ape is it normally <laughs> but i guess in that instance they did oh it's an ape animals. again huh what is, what's the animal oh no that no it's not another ape but i'm saying like oh, that okay. ape was like a pet technically so i don't know like are there possessed animals that aren't or like ghost animals that haven't been like in the house or that haven't I been see. a pet because all the ones well i mean i guess those dogs weren't yeah, so this one, uh, it's a ghost of a chicken. <laughs> a chicken? Yeah, which is the best. I want to go find this chicken ghost. But um, so apparently in April 1626, there was a, what they classified as an unseasonably cold and snowy day. Um, Sir Francis Bacon, who we all know, uh, was driving through London with his friend. Uh, and so the both of them were discussing what the best way to preserve food was. I guess he was into science, so it was just something he wondered, I guess. Um, so he saw the snow that was on the floor, and he was like, oh, you know what? Maybe ice might be used to, to keep food fresh. So he was very excited, and while they were driving, they stopped the carriage, and they bought a chicken from a nearby farm. Um, so then he decided to pluck it and gut it, uh, and then packed it with ice from the ground. And then so he basically just created the first frozen chicken. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but sadly, he never lived to see the outcome of his experiment of refrigeration because while he was out there in the freezing temperatures, it reportedly led to a case of pneumonia and he died. Oh my God, really? I didn't yeah. know that. that yeah, sucks. he died on April 9th, 1626. So like, I don't know when the first wow. thing was, but days later. Um, so you would think like, oh yeah, bacon's going to come back to haunt the scene, but it was actually that chicken that was said to have returned. <laughs> <laughs> so reports surfaced of a half-plucked chicken appearing in Pond Square who ran around madly in circles or was seen like sitting in a tree. Um, but when it was approached, it would just vanish and disappear. Uh, and so apparently sightings of this chicken continued over time. During World War II, an air raid warden who was patrolling the area caught sight of the chicken and he was like, oh yeah, I'm going to have that for dinner. Uh, so he went to go chase after <laughs> it, and then it just disappeared. <laughs> must have been hungry. It's like a plucked, like, yeah. crazy chicken running around. <laughs> so, yeah, like a mirage, right? It makes it look like it's a delicious, succulent chicken. <laughs> hmm. uh, and then in the 1970s, a young couple who was said to have been courting in the square, their romantic moment was ruined by the arrival of this chicken ghost just flapping its plucked wings everywhere and just charging around in circles <laughs> can you imagine you're like hanging out on a date and there's just like a crazy chicken 
Although I think that's I ridiculous. That. It was so funny. But yeah, that's the, that's the uh, chicken ghost. <laughs> All right. Well, clearly this is not a very big problem. Although maybe people do have stories about them and they're just not, you know, they resolve themselves or, you know, it's an easier problem to solve if you have a possessed animal because you can put up for adoption or, you know, they can, you can sort yeah. of not have it be a, a as large of a problem as like your child is possessed or, you know, you, <laughs> yeah. there's a ghost yeah. in your house that's, Yeah. Wait, let me. Well, I'm gonna do some quick research actually. See if I can find something quickly. Possessed. Uh, cat. That's another thing. There's not a lot of things about cats anywhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, cats, I guess, are also just. Don't most people, or not most people, but in general, they have this stigma with being evil because they. I don't know, they just, they're associated with witches, they're often, mm. like, associated, especially black cats or, like, you know, bad luck or... Yeah. Um, and I guess, like, you know, cats were really on top in Egypt, and then... Yeah, they As things went them. on, they, they just... That could be another thing that, you know, they're worshipping of cats in that period of time when it was, like, the back... They're, when the people's religions were differentiating, mm -hmm. they saw that as like, you know, kind of obsessive worship. So that animal became kind of like a, a bad, there was a bad connotation with it to try to like fight against them, that religion I don't, yeah, or that way of life. Yeah. Or maybe if they like idolized them so much, they were just like, well, it's the God Ra and that's just how he behaves. Oh yeah, all kinds of or whatever. Um, but yeah. uh, but I guess it could also like lead to like with animals. Like I just found this. It's called feline hyperesthesia, FHS. And apparently it's a like it could just be like a medical symptom for your cat. So it says. Um, Says, ever since the earliest days of human-cat interactions, cats have had a reputation for being mystical spiritual beings, either divine or possessed. <laughs> okay. It isn't hard to understand why. Cats have the pro propensity to gaze unblinking in people's eyes, to appear to see things that aren't there, yep. uh, to run crazily around for no apparent reason, and to go from quiet to ferocious in a moment. But I think things like that are just... Like, if, like Rupert was telling me that cats are... They're more like wild than you think. They're not as domesticated, say, as like dogs are and things like that. So, and also like the unblinking thing. Like they just, they don't have the eyelids, really. They're not like us who are constantly sort of refreshing the eyes. Mm -hmm. So, it might just be like biological things. But apparently this FHS, it says, some of these attributes in an extreme form are components of the syndrome known as FHS. Cats that are affected by the syndrome show the most bizarre character changes, sometimes appearing to hallucinate, act manic, schizophrenic, or even possessed. So it says, like, some, some clinical signs are sudden bouts of bizarre hyperactive or aggressive behavior, frenetic, frenetic self-directed grooming, tail swishing, large pupils, skin rippling and rolling. That means apparent hallucinations, seemingly following the movement of things that are not there or running away from unseen adversary, vocalization, crying, loud meowing, ex 
exquisite sensitivity to touch along the spine, sudden moon swings, um, and then like any of these things can lead to seizures, which I guess like what people wow. refer to as like being possessed, right? Um, and it says these bouts occur almost constantly all day, every day, like once every few days. So I guess like if your cat had that, you'd be like, what is wrong with this thing? Yeah, that definitely. seems like it would be possessed, but it's obviously just like a medical diagnosis, really. But I guess like you can mm-hmm. say that with possessions as well. Like I think we we touched on it a little bit before, but it could be like, well, well, is it a medical symptom or or what? So I guess like with things being alive, it's maybe easier to explain or give mm-hmm. some kind of yeah. I don't know, maybe there's more of a reason for it. But, like, when it's dead or just, like, an apparition, you can't. people still, I feel like, don't really know how to explain that ghosts and things. So they just are like, oh, well, it's the supernatural. We'll just leave it at that, and that's it. Whereas yeah. If, like, my cat was going bonkers, I'd be like, okay, let's take it to the bed now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so maybe that's why as well. But I also wonder if there's anything, like, like wild animals but we might not ever sort of hear about it because they're just in the wild with nobody around as well yeah that's true but yeah so does that change your uh, opinion of ghosts animals being scarier than humans (laughs) no not really (laughs) yeah that, that no i feel like a like if there was a ghost animal that was like really big like i, I don't know how to like explain the it hellhound, i guess i mean that's pretty scary. yeah yeah like that's that's probably the only point at which it becomes really scary yeah for me yeah i agree yeah like something that can attack you yeah. or looks like it's like running at you It'd be like okay yeah i don't want this <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Weird that there's not a lot of like live possessed animals. Yeah. Well, if animals. anyone listening has any stories, they can feel free to let you know. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, we can uh, hear all about it. But yeah, it's it's something yeah. that's not really, or I I mean maybe my research, my research, me researching skills have uh, failed me. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Yeah. But did you ever think that Luna was like, could like see other things? That, uh, Luna, for no. context, was his hamster. Like, was she. No. Was she so. I don't, I don't know if she could. She used to make really like scary sounds, but that's normal for a hamster. Oh. Apparently. <laughs> but yeah, but then people could be like, oh, she's possessed. He's possessed. Yeah. Not know. Yeah. But you are informed that it's just a thing that they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy to look things up, so. Yeah, exactly. They're like, please help me. My animal is being weird. And like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just have FFHS or whatever the heck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep, so that's all I have. Do you have anything, any other stories? No. No. Not really. Um, 
I mean, we haven't really had, been around too many animals, but um, no. But no. it'll be cool to see what what's next for the podcast and what kind of what kind of things will be discussed. Yeah. If anybody has any sort of ideas or suggestions, um, do let us know because yes, we want to make it interesting. I mean, I have some ideas, but then sort of translating it onto the podcast might be a bit difficult. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know aliens was one of the ones that we could discuss. I don't know if we, did we talk about like witches and warlocks and things like that in the. I don't know, but if we didn't discuss aliens, that's kind of crazy. Like it has to be like a whole series, I think. Yeah, that's like a multi-part one. Yeah. I think we'll have yeah. to eventually do like these haunting shows and kind of see what they're about because like we've obviously watched yeah. them and but kind of or maybe like discussing yeah. the the tools and stuff that they use like obviously we play that phasmophobia game quite a lot and it is seemingly what they actually use like in these shows and things but I mm-hmm. think it's maybe like debunk them maybe yeah yeah that'd be cool <laughs> that'd be a good one all right sounds exciting cool well thanks for tuning in everyone um yeah and hopefully we'll be back again within a couple of weeks but until then see you later bye